You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Just a few isolated showers around the high 69. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 47 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning and welcome in to a rainy Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room. Be careful out there as you travel to school or to work this morning. Uh, it's a little bit slick out there this morning. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you want to jump in on the show with us this morning. The X accounts at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. And our email, you can shoot us an email, Wimp and Barry at Yahoo. Also down that, down on the app, the Tide 100.9 app. I know Alabama baseball will look at, try to figure out what time that is tonight or today. And, uh, you can catch that on the app if you're traveling today, I believe. So, uh, Justin, what time is that baseball? 5.55. 5.55. Will that be on, will that be on 100.9? That should be on 100.9. There you go. So, uh, Alabama baseball will play tonight, uh, basketball tomorrow at seven. And I am not sure about, uh, Softball, but uh, anyway, before we get going, though, we want to thank a great sponsor. Obviously, Jimmy Rain's a, a great friend of uh, Dad's and mine as well, and uh, runs a great company. If it has to last, it has to be tough. With the elements year after year, when it comes to building outdoors, it doesn't come any tougher than Yellowwood brand pressure treated pine from great southern wood for project that will stand up against Mother Nature's best. Be sure to head down to your local dealer for Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine and lumber, lumber that protects against rot, fungal decay, and termite attack. Sorry, get only the best for your next backyard project. And always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. With that being said, I'll sling it up today. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing okay. Uh, just several quick things. I'll kind of jump around with you, and it'll be okay. They, uh, they're pushing to go to 14 teams uh, in the deal for next season. The Big Ten and the SEC want first-round buys. They want two or three of their teams to get buys. Um, so people are going to be pushing for that. It's going to be a big stink as to who gets in the 14. Number 15 will be really mad. I mean, wow, that we haven't even had 12 yet, and they're, they're right. trying to fix it before yeah, they even... pushing it. They're going to go to 14. I can tell you right now, they're going 14 well, right not now. the first year, but uh, maybe a no, few I think they one. are. I think they're going 14 the first year. I don't think they can. Okay. They can't. They, if you're correct, then I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, the Arnold kid who, who left and went to uh, Texas uh, said he, he went because he got upset because he was benched when they put Eli Ricks in there. I thought you bought a football note that you want to know. If you want to know these dates, you'll have them for football. The media days, well, it's going to be long before July the 17th gets here. But on the 16th of July, um, uh, the head coach at uh, Georgia will be on, Kirby Smart will be on. At 17th, uh, first, the first guy off will be Kalen DeBoer. And I ain't going to go all of them. And the 18th will be you freeze. So write that down, 16th, 17th, and 18th of July. You're going to say it's too long from now. You just you just turn the page, and it'll be that time. Um, they say.
say that Nick Sheridan, the new offensive coordinator, is going to be well prepared. The only problem that you have when you're the offensive coordinator, if you're well prepared and the guy doesn't block, uh, didn't do what he's supposed to do on, on the last play against Michigan, then it becomes your fault, not the guy who didn't block. So um, the offensive coordinator better get used to that that kind of stuff because that's what uh, all people say. Uh, Justin Edwards, who was ten for ten from Kentucky, for Kentucky against Alabama, was freshman of the year, uh, freshman of the week, which is certainly very deserving of him. Uh, here we go uh, with media with uh, the basketball games, and we have three good games tomorrow. Florida, South Carolina has significant. Uh, South Carolina is is uh, right below the the two top teams. Florida's fighting to uh, get in, of course. I think they will. Uh, that that game is a eleven o'clock game, and then uh, Mississippi State comes to Auburn. Uh, that's a three o'clock game. It's important uh, uh, that, that Auburn win that one to stay. To stay, they've lost five games. I, my personal opinion is they'll be thirteen five when it's over. And Tennessee uh, travels to Alabama, seven o'clock game. Uh, I'm not going to give you what I think on that game. If you if enough of you text Barry. And want to know what I think? Me, because you may not want to know. But I'm pretty hit, hit it pretty good. But uh, hadn't been out. Barry's pretty good at this too. I'll tell you what I think if you decide that you want me to say. Because I don't really want to make anybody mad. So anyway, Tennessee and Alabama, twelve three. Uh, South Carolina's eleven uh, four, and Auburn and Florida and Kentucky are ten five um, before they get to the big tournament. Uh, going in Nashville, and it should be a, a very good tournament. Um, that's uh, about all I have. Oh, Caitlin Clark. Uh, leaving Iowa. Going, I don't know what she broke, all kind of records. She's going to the WNBA, which means Why? she wasn't making. Wow. Huh? Wow. I don't ask the question. I'm wondering because she probably wasn't making enough money at Iowa. If I'm Iowa, as many people as they're bringing in to see yeah, her. But I mean, NIL, people act like NIL money goes away when you when you go to the pros. You still can get NIL money in the pros. Okay. Well, all I'm doing is telling you that she's 88 and out the gate. Your salary is great. But only, uh, guy, only guy that fusses at her is the guy from Duke's on, on game day. He, you know, he got something said about it. But, Jay Williams? Oh, yeah. No, he's, he's whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't have anything else to say. I told you a little bit about football. I told you a little bit about basketball. That's all I know. I'm going to see Mars Hill play. going to be on TV between the games. It's quite unusual to see a team with their girls uh, and their boys playing for the night for the state championship back-to-back at 9 and 1030. Um, Mars Hill has an eighth grader, a girl eighth grade. Uh, he's a little booger bear, can really play. And so uh, it should be a very interesting two games there, so I'm going to see that. All right, uh, Justin, my point yesterday is being proven today. I knew it must be something correct. You wouldn't tell it. It's not correct. It's not. Jalen Milrow, you know who that is? Justin, you know who Jalen Milrow is? Yeah, he knows who Jalen Milrow is. Is that the... Yeah. He plays for Auburn, doesn't he? Him. He posted... On YouTube, and unless there's more, him throwing a ball in the practice facility with his shirt off. All right, now, 
Jada Melrose been in the weight room. We can tell this, uh, obviously. Uh, and I think he's probably naturally strong. But my point, when you open up the – now we got everybody, Joe Gaither, all the way down to everybody on his own – X now say talking about his mechanic. He threw one freaking throw, and they're saying that his it looks much better, Dad. It looks the mechanics are much better. Heisman Trophy now. Yeah, like, Tommy, he threw Tommy's one, gone. He threw one pass, one pass, and people are analyzing one pass, one so pass. What, is it, what does this prove? That opening up practice. When you let these knuckleheads come in, they try to make a store. His mechanics are better now because he threw one pass against air. You can't even see the receiver. People try to make stories out of things that aren't stories. We're talking Dick about Tracy. his mechanics. I tell you, you can't get anything by you. Justin, we're talking about mechanics. His mechanics look better off of one stinking throw. Yeah. See, I, I I just watched it. Like right before you said that, I'm looking at it on the computer here. <laughs> Is it one throw? One throw. But I don't know how you look at anything else because that dude is ripped. I, I but my point, here's my point. We're talking, people are talking about he's, he's going to be a Heisman Trophy cannon off of one freaking throw with his shirt off. That's a even, story? I don't even think you see where the ball goes. No. <laughs> but he's fixed his mechanics. He's throwing the ball better. People. Stop. Stop. Get to the Yellowwood Hotline. Good morning, Tom. Morning, Barry. Morning, Coach. How are y'all? Morning. I'm morning. frustrated, Tom. I'm frustrated. Boy, he frustrated. He wants to stir up something, Tom. Well, Coach, do you mind? Can I criticize Barry? Sure. Uh, why not? You don't need his permission to criticize me. Go ahead. Yeah, I get, I get him all the time. He's your, he's your, that, that, that's one of the things I'm going to criticize you about. He's your father. You should respect Everything he said. I hadn't even. I'm not even talking about him this morning. <laughs> no, but I'm talking about historically speaking. No, you have to challenge him. Otherwise, he'll eat you alive. If you blink your, right, he's not always right, Tom. I'm not, I'm not wrong much, Tom. It would be boring. Score wise, I ain't never wrong. It would be boring no. if I sat here and agreed with him, like Corey and Christian. Christian don't agree with Corey at the time. He has to call him out too. We'd be bored if we agreed on everything. Yeah, but Corey, look. I, I, I love the pastor of pain. I really do, but he's he's wrong a lot. And uh, <laughs> and Christian calls him out. I'm not saying exactly. he's right or wrong. And but Dad's wrong a case, lot. Yeah, he's wrong this, a lot. In this case, Coach is rarely wrong. And I've heard you call him out on times when he's right. I called and, him uh, out for flipping the week of the Texas game. He picked Texas all year and then flipped. Well... And you know, Coach, the reason the reason I want to criticize Barry is that I, I get on the uh, out this morning, and, and the first thing that hits me right between the eyes is a young man from Northridge basketball team has been invited to walk on at get this. The University of Alabama. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you hear me, Coach? I got it. I saw it. All right. And, and I, it, it flashed in my mind of all the criticism that I've tolerated from from from, from uh, Barry <laughs> since 
I don't know, way back. It started with me with the, the Williams kid that was such a good football player. And, 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 oh, you better go out and get him, or that's the end of the University of Alabama football program. I never if said that. Go, I said it was a must If you don't go get him, yeah. you're in serious trouble. Uh, you're, adding, you're, you're adding nothing, to it. <laughs> nothing but criticism for Alabama. <laughs> Every criticism. time. But, hey, but well, all the sugar won't melt in his mouth. And, uh, and, and, and it just goes on and on, and I cannot believe how wonderful <laughs> Coach Oates and the University of Alabama have treated the kids at Northridge, and even two uh, of the kids on the football team are on the University of Alabama football team that's the third walk on. Oh, they signed with them and said, and, and I, I don't understand all the negativity that we have to put up with from Barry about the University of Alabama when they obviously have been so good to his program. What do you mean? By saying what that... What do you mean what I mean? I just got through By telling. saying that Ryan Williams is a big recruit for him, he's a must-get to get their uh, recruiting rolling, he's a uh, great player, it's like the Julio Jones, Nick Saban getting that. How is that being negative, saying he's a must-get? That's just stating an opinion that I think he's a must-get for those guys to get their recruiting rolling. How is that negative? It's negative because the way you put it sounded like Alabama was out of the loop. On no, the that's the way you took it. That's not what I meant. No, that's the way it was. No, and, uh, no. and and I, you know, I bit my tongue for several months here. And, not and how does uh, uh, one of the Northridge basketball players going to be a preferred walk on? How does that compare? What does that have? I did it. <laughs> what does that have to do with Ryan Williams? Here's another example. Will you be dressing in all white tomorrow for the game? Will I be dressing in all white? Yeah. No. But I'm not going. I'm not going. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, well, well, there that goes. Anyway, love the show. See you guys. Thank you, Tony. Thanks. I don't know. I'm not sure I deserve that. Uh, I don't mind being criticized, but saying Ryan Williams is a must-get and back to these people that are breaking down uh, this kid's mechanics. Like, are we serious? Like, Justin, am I wrong? You help me, Justin. Am I being negative by, by saying when you open up practice, now these people don't get in there and start making stories of stuff that aren't stories? No, I think you're being reasonable because that's exactly what's going to happen. You're going to jump to a conclusion and then it's not going to be the way that you thought it was come time for the season to start. You're right. Yeah. Now, I did not realize, Gary straightened me out yesterday, that it's only three practices that are open to the media. So it's not all the practices. So they have three oh, that they can go to. So that's, that's quite different. Yeah, that's a lot different. So, uh, well, I think it's three to start with. And so that, that I, I get that. So three, they probably ain't going to show them nothing. Um so anyway, all right. the interest—the interest will be the toughness of the practices versus coaches' practices. Well, how they know they haven't been in coaches' practices? I know that, but I, I, my point is the difference for the kids who have been in both practices. Yeah, the thing is, it be, quite, be, is it quite different uh, intensity-wise and hard-wise because they always talk about how difficult it is, how tough they are. they make them. I, I'm, that to me, that's be interesting comparison. So you think they'll ask the players that? 
No, I, oh, I, I would say yes, they will. I don't think they should. And I don't think they should answer it, but that, they, that's what they'll do. Yeah, they want another difference. Yeah. And, and that's no problem. Yeah. I mean, everybody. You all practice as hard as you did with the coach. Everybody practices different. Uh, sure. And obviously, he's uh, not worried about the one voice. He's going to let the coaches talk to the media, and he's going to open it up for it. So he's going to do things. The way he thinks it needs to be done, not just the way it's been done. So I respect that. Two men in truck out at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Whereas local, out of town, out of state, give them a call today. They'll take great care of you and your stuff. Moving is stressful. These guys are absolutely outstanding. 205-247-5050. Two men in a truck, movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. The biggest problem we're looking at right now is in the Northport area. If you're traveling Highway 43 near North Creek, we have picked up an accident that has the northbound side of the roadway completely closed. Traffic's going to be diverted through the area. There's some heavy southbound backups there as well. You may want to think about an alternate route. Again, this is Highway 43, a little bit north of Northport. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Friday morning. Both houses of the state legislature passed bills to protect in vitro fertilization clinics from prosecution. That's in the wake of the state Supreme Court decision that frozen embryos are children. During debate, Greensboro Democrat Senator Bobby Singleton claimed the court's ruling was a Republican effort to protect the state's toughest in the nation abortion law. But there your best bet for big wins is just minutes away at Birmingham Racecourse Casino, where you can be a winner, too. Off I-459, exit 31, Derby Parkway. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Cloudy and cool today with occasional rain, the high 55. Tonight, rain ending this evening. The clouds will linger, the low 49. Tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine, much warmer. Just a few isolated showers around, the high 69. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9. Yellowwood, pressure treated pine from Great Southern. You're going to build, build it to last. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is close to you. Build that fence, the deck, the pergola. But always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Got a message here from Dusty. He said, Tom woke up and chose violence towards you uh, this morning. Tom, like, I love Tom. I think. I don't think Tom likes me, but Tom likes to twist my words. Uh, when I talked about uh, the uh, kid from Sarah Land, I just said when you lose uh, these big-time transfers that that was a must-get uh, and say the program was going to go under if they didn't get in, but they did. So uh, good for them. All right, back to the Yellowwood Hotline, getting Philip in. Good morning, Philip. Philip, you coming after me today, too? Man, Tom's crazy about you, Bear. <laughs> Tom likes to come at me. He, 
he th- he thinks everything Dad says is one hundred percent correct. He could say anything; he's right. So, <laughs> well, well, Tom, Tom's Tom's crazy about you, Barry. I can tell you that right now. And uh, and uh, but I wanted to ask Coach Sanderson. Uh, we've we've heard a lot in the last few weeks about Caitlin Clark and and Pete Maverick, but yeah, sometimes I will just. I will go back on YouTube and I'll just pull Pete Maverick's stuff up and just watch him. Yeah. And he was incredible. And coach, you saw him live and in living color. And could you, would you just, uh, embrace that for a minute and, and well, talk about he, he him was so hard to guard to because he was so hard to guard. He shot it more than he passed it, but he passed mm-hmm. it so well. Uh, he put it on, you know, he put it on the floor and, uh, you know, some coaches, I'd be one of them, would get mad about a guy being fancy. You, could, you couldn't mm-hmm. get mad about him being fancy. He's so darn good. He got the ball to the open people as well as the game that we had. I, I, I laugh at people. I mean, I laugh at myself. I, you, you probably know the scores better than I do, but I think he got 64 against us. Um, in, in Tuscaloosa, we beat him by one point. And, uh, yeah, I think it's something like 101 to 100. With, with, yeah, I, with I don't know. Th- no three point line, right? Now, what did these kids, 60 something? They, 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 they said I was a defensive coach for that game. So, mm-hmm. uh, they tried to mm-hmm. get on me. But so, so I can't remember what it was. Well, not, Tom, but, Tom wouldn't blame you. It'd be my yeah. fault. And I wasn't well, even born. But anyway, uh, to, that's a good question. He is just a guy that worked so hard at being good. And he played for his dad. And uh, mm-hmm. when he came from North Carolina State to LSU, and they named that, then the naming the arena after him is a good name. Um, yeah. Caitlin Clark, Caitlin Clark is different than him. She gets the ball to the open girls pretty well. She has a lot of assist, and and uh, probably is is not a shooter as that you'll ever see. Um, but uh, he probably did not have as many assists as Caitlin does uh, in games. But he was. He was some player, you know. And he, when, when Barry and I were in Little Rock, he came to do a game, and he rode he rode with on the bus with us out to the game, and we only played out Cotton Picking Fair Park. It was terrible, and so Ooh. had a nice visit with him. When he died, I think they found five holes in his heart, uh, five bad spots in his heart that killed him. I mean, he was really was so bad sad. Yeah. Was so sad. Well, so his dad coached him. That's a good question. And he was, he was, if you ever have a time, you guys know how to go back and watch past stuff. I don't. I'm not very good mm-hmm. at that. Barry has to help me. But mm-hmm. you go back and watch him play. You really enjoy it. Oh, he was just unbelievable. And I, I've yeah. seen some of the, the footage of the way he would just do the no-look pass and yeah. behind-the-back pass with great distances. I mean, yeah. Uh, lengthy passes behind the back and over the shoulder, and just he was—he was really wore those floppy socks, and and he could shoot the eyes out of the ball, and he had—he had an unorthodox. He could deliver it to the basket in a variety of ways. Sometimes just a straight up shot. Sometimes he shoot it one handed. You remember? Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, he was—he was unbelievable. He—he he spent his life in the gymnasium. That and not, mm-hmm. a lot of people work like that, but not mm-hmm. quite like that. But. Nobody has ever gotten to the, the point where he's gotten. And when they, they got him from NC State, I mean, his yeah. daddy was the coach. They weren't going to say anything to him about and the, and the teammates understood what was going on because they got the ball a lot, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the only teammates that didn't understand what was going on was when the Atlanta Hawks took him. They treated him like crap. Yeah, I, I don't remember that. But you know more about that than I do. I don't know a lot about mm-hmm. that, but uh, – that was jealous. How many would he average if you had a three-point line? Was he a deep shooter? Sure. So he his average would have gone up, what, five points a game? Yeah, maybe? Hell, he probably, you know, everybody would like to talk about the three-point line changing, which it did. And I, I don't know what he would have done there, but he, he, he just could, he just. Barry, I bet you, Barry, I bet you he'd average 30-something points a game. Yeah. yeah he, he was no joke. Well, that's, I'd love to hear more about him in the future, Coach. If you think of some stories, I'd appreciate yeah. it. Okay, I'll try to come up and think what happened. My my memory is uh, uh, not, not as good as it used to be, as you can already tell. Well, same here. <laughs> same here. Look, I'm glad Alabama won winning tonight. Just, uh, the other night, because had they lost, that would have been a real, that would have been a sort of a bad uh, vibe tomorrow. We game day time, and that would have been sort of crappy, but I'm glad Alabama won. Would it be a good crowd over there for game day? You think? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I think they like like uh, y'all said. I think they show up and then they leave and then they open back up. But I don't have a great crowd for that. Me too. Uh, it's going to be on uh, one thing that Reese talks about. It's going to be on ABC, so uh, mm-hmm. you're going to reach more people. So it'll be a and uh, Seth's going to have on a plaid coat. We did learn that yesterday. So um, he's good. He's yeah, a good guest. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, We'll see what kind of plaid coat he likes uh, uh, tomorrow. He no, he's just saying that. He I guarantee no you he'll wear a plaid coat tomorrow. He no plaid. Where are you going? The game day? Are you going to the game? Uh, I don't think so. I got, I'm supposed to go to a, a wedding party. Uh, something oh, my wedding. gosh. Yeah. And Again. the place that we're going to, uh, they're Big Auburn party. people, so I wonder if they're going to have the – Alabama game on. I don't know. I got to figure uh, that out. Maybe I'll get the sniffles. I'm hoping to take Jack. Yeah, there you go. All right. Thank you, Phil. Thanks, Phil. Yeah, y'all. Take care. All right, good question. Uh, good question, uh, Pete Maravich. All right. Uh, today at 545, uh, one of the local teams, we got one local team standing, uh, ACA coached by my main man, Austin Grammer. Uh, they take on Jackson for the state championship. Uh, we'll talk to Austin uh, when we get back from break. Before we do that, though, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Well, every day we talk about Prince Glover and Hayes because it's pretty important if something happens to you. You know, y'all in your feelings, you always feel like it's something that uh, that's unusual happens to somebody else, and it never happens to you. And all of a sudden, wham! Somebody's come after you. You you fallen, or or the situation is such that you had an injury mentally and physically, and you need some help some bad help because you're having to go uh, and put out a lot of expenses about something that wasn't your fault. Prince Glover and Hayes can help you. Three, four, five, one, two, three, four. They know the law, know the changes in the law. Uh, they are able to uh, talk about it with you on the telephone and tell you if you need to go for, for, forward with it. If you go forward with it, go by 701 Rice Mine Road. These three guys will help you. They'll do a good job. Got a good secretary and that will help you. And uh, they will leave you, and and when they do, and go after after the people that have gotten you, uh, you will get some credit. You will you will be glad that you did. So, Prince Glover and Hayes, outstanding guys, guys who can help you. Three four five one two three four. How about this? Tommy Ford sent me uh, a deal here, Dad. That they look. I guess they went back and looked at his where Pete Maravich shot from. If there would have been a three point line, he would have averaged fifty four points a game. Yeah. 
hard on it. <laughs> wow. And we uh, tried to defend him. We, we blew him out by one point. You didn't have a very good defensive game plan. No. <laughs> Thank you very much. You must not have played red on it. I don't think. Game. I think a defensive playing plan. So I think another assistant had that game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't your game. You listen to Ty 100.9. Was that being critical, Tom? Was I criticizing him or was that being truthful? <laughs> He held the guy to 59 or whatever it was. You listen to Taiwan. Amazon is your number one dealer, and they'll beat any written offer or pay you $1,000. Keeping you number one keeps Townsend Nissan number one. See dealer for details. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance. You'll have access to leading-edge technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Again, that's Dell.com slash deals. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. You're going to build the fence, the deck, the pergola. You want to use pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. I always remember if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it. You don't want it. All right, we'll get right to the Yellowwood hotline. I don't know why he's talking to us today. He's got a, a state championship game uh, at 545 up at Legacy Arena. ACA takes on Jackson. I learned that was uh, down there not too far from Mobile. Uh, my main man, Austin Grammer. He don't know crap about basketball. Daddy's an offensive coordinator, <laughs> uh, but he's led his team to the state championship. Uh, good morning, coach. How are you? Congratulations hey, so Barry. far. Thank you. Hey, this is pretty surreal for me. I haven't played for you, and I get to talk to you as a coach. Yeah. Uh, Daddy, you know, they always say you can win too many games your first year. Um, yeah. I say that. Austin, uh, has done a great job there. Under unfortunate circumstances, uh, Coach Blake Thrasher, who is a friend of all ours, uh, became ill, uh, right before the season, I believe. Uh, Austin, I'll let you kind of tell the story, kind of how all that went down, uh, and how you actually became the head coach. Austin is obviously a football guy, played college football as the offensive coordinator, does a great job at ACA as the offensive coordinator, but kind of take us through uh, how you became the head head basketball coach this season, Austin? Well, I think they, if, I, if I'm right, I think they were probably three or four games um, into the season. Okay. And we actually went on Thanksgiving break, and I was at the beach with Ashley and Hollis, my family, and I got a random call from the headmaster. And normally if you're a teacher and you get a call on Thanksgiving break, you either did something really wrong 
or something's going on. Um, so I kind of stepped away and I answered that. I was actually standing on the beach and then he was like, Hey, this is kind of the situation. We want to keep it private. Would you be interested in stepping in? Because he said that, uh, Blake kind of mentioned my name because I've always been around the guys. I haven't coached basketball, but I try to watch practices and just support those guys when I can because it's really my downtime or has been in the past. Um, and really, I just sat and thought, we have eight seniors on an 11-man roster, and I didn't want just some random guy coming in and coaching them. And, you know, my football career at ACA, I had four different head coaches in four years. Mm-hmm. And that's all, that's all I could think about was how erratic that was and the uncertainty, and there was no foundation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you're from, you know those kind of situations, but... That kept coming to my mind. I slept on it for a day, and I called them back. Said, "Hey, I'm headed back to the beach." They were actually in a Thanksgiving tournament at Central, and I watched their uh, last game there from the stands, and then talked to them after the game, and then we started together two days la- later, and the rest was kind of history. Talk us through that. Uh, you inherited, uh, as you said, a bunch of seniors that have been playing together. You got a. Uh, a point guard there, Davis Dare, who you coached in football. He's an undersized kid, but with the heart of a lion. I mean, he's, uh, he's relentless. Uh, just kind of what did you do there when you finally realized you were going to be the coach? Did you sit down with those guys? How did you handle that, Austin? Um, I think the hard part for me initially is I wanted to honor and respect what Blake had built, sure. what he was kind of doing offensively, defensively, and then bridging the gap, I guess, from what, you know, I knew or understand. I think I spent some time with Kermit Davis when I was at Middle Tennessee, and they had some great teams up there. So I knew a little bit schematically and watching them practice and how he organized things. You know, and I was trying to do, you know, bring a little bit of that to the table that I knew would be new, but try to facilitate that, make it as easy as possible for the guys. Um, I'm, I mean, you bringing up Davis probably hits the nail on the head for me because him and I have a great relationship. And it was easy for me to communicate through him. Um, you know this, Barry, from coaching some great players, but sometimes I can yell at him to get the message to another kid Yeah, because I know he's tough and he can take that. Sure. Um, so he helped me with that as I, you know, started to learn and understand how, you know, what made other kids tick because everybody's different. You might can yell at Davis. You might have to pat somebody else on the back. Um, and I think them kind of – and the kids are very willing to talk me through, like, hey, this is how we've done it in the past. Or, um, you know, this is what he used to say. Like, how do you want us to do it? Like, early on, it was a lot of – we took some lumps early on, just kind of learning each other and what works best for the group. But being senior heavy, I think, helped with that tremendously because they were willing to communicate. They were willing to try new things. And it's an extremely competitive group because they've played with each other since fourth grade. So, I mean, you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of basketball games they've played together. They've seen so many presses, so many defense, ran so many plays on offense. Like, honestly, I don't know, but I couldn't do it with any other group, so I'm glad it was this one. Yeah, that. Um, you know, sometimes it's hard when you come in that when you win, the way you have, they always say, is the other guy's material. <laughs> but... uh <laughs> 
that's what they always that's what they'll say for for DeBoer when they win this year they'll say it was Nick Saban's and then if he has a bad year the next year they say say well, can he say so. if it has a bad year say well that was Coach Saban's players too oh sure oh, oh okay. yeah hey, yeah but when he has a good year I no wonder he won especially if the second year is a little bit bad. And yours can't help but being not quite as good because you're not going to have eight seniors. Those eight seniors are going to be gone. But uh, I, I guess just, you know, watching Kermit was a good basketball coach, and you don't have to know much. You just get him to play hard and, and defend somebody because he could, you know, the, there's not a whole lot of technique one-on-one defending somebody. You know, there's a lot of ways to play defense but and get real complicated with it. But if you don't get that that league, I think you're okay. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we one of our messages is definitely the defense will always show up. Yeah. I think Barry used to tell me that. So area championship on the road at home doesn't matter. Spring break doesn't matter. Thanksgiving break doesn't matter. The defense will be there. Um, so that's something I think they've kind of bought into a little bit, especially down the stretch because you play in different arenas and bigger arenas. But, I mean, to stay in front of a guy, it doesn't matter if you're outside, inside, winter, spring. You just got to stay in front of him. Yeah. So I think they bought into the simplicity of that. Uh, Hey, I do it, Barry. Barry, can I say this? Sure. I stole this from you. No. Do you remember when you chewed me out? It might have been halftime at Altamont. So for all the coaches listening, your kids never forget. (laughs) You said there's 100 Austin Grammars at Middle Tennessee State. Do you remember that? Yeah. Was I've there? used that line this year. <laughs> was there? Was I right? Yeah, you were right. Yeah, they had the, you know, in the in the moment, I didn't want to think so. Yeah, I wanted to be like, I can't believe you said that. But then <laughs> I got there and I was like, well, there's a hundred guys better than Austin. <laughs> <laughs> but I've used that this year, and then I couldn't even finish saying it because I was laughing because all I could think about was saying that to me but i'm sorry that was random but i had to make sure no, I said that. that's good all right uh take us through you guys I had to beat hell county i know how good hell county is we had to play them you had to play up beat them four times everybody says you can't beat them three times in a year it's hard to do that teams are close life you're way better but obviously i know how good hell county is but you guys uh had to beat those guys four times just talk about the difficulty of that uh, to continue this journey I think the biggest difficulty was just the mindset of it. Yeah. It was really hard to kind of reset and say, hey, we only got to beat them tonight. Because in the back of your head, I know my guys were, you know, saying, man, this is the fourth time. Because the previous year, they had beaten us three times. Yeah. Um. So I knew, and I didn't talk about it because I didn't even want it to be a thing. But I knew in the back of their head it was kind of a, a thought. And then obviously in that game, we get to that final four minutes and it's tied. And I was, we were holding on there and I'm just praying that, hey, they got to cling to what's got us here in the first place and what's won the first three games. You know, not in the back of my head, like there's no way we can do it again. Um, and I think we went inside the, the last 90 seconds, we went four for four from the line to really win it, which I thought spoke volumes of those guys that were out there because that was a tough one. Sure. Cause they're so, they're so athletic and they get up and down and they space the floor really well. You know this, y'all played them, but, um, They've been really, the guys have been really good on kind of putting a scouting report together and we look at a bunch of stats and we say, hey, here's his preference, his preference is how we're going to guard him. Um, we really haven't focused a ton on our offensive stuff this year just because we haven't added a ton, I guess I'll say. We've cleaned up what we do, but 
they just our guys are so naturally good at spacing and cutting and they've done a great job of that but they've really keyed in on some of those defensive details i think that's what won us the fourth game um and they threw so much at us i think it was easy to me i i don't know if this is accurate but you know as a coach i was giving them something to chew on but i was they changed defenses like a ton different presses one three one three two man to man and I kept telling them as the game went on, look, they're doing this because they can't guard you. Now, they're doing that probably just to give us a different look and they're coaching well. But I wanted the kids to think, hey, yeah. they can't guard us and they're switching things up to try to make it harder on us because we're better. And they clung to that. So I'm glad that that stuck with them. But I think that helped them get through those four games. Yeah, uh, Dad, uh, for Austin, uh, you played a lot of championship games and – you know, some people try to say, well, you got to just treat it like it's another game. Uh, obviously, the kids know it's not just another game. This is the last game, uh, the last game for a lot of these kids that will ever play. Any advice for, for Austin when he uh, gives his pregame speech before he sends these guys no, out? I just, I just think you say this is a game you'll never forget. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think I think that's Either way, thing. win or lose, you'll never forget yeah, it. That's, you know? that's the point I'm making. Mm-hmm. This is a game that that you'll never forget. So let's be sure that you that you be able to remember, remember the right thing by winning. <laughs> talk a, like yeah, talk a little bit about your team. Uh, we talk about Davis, but you got uh, Eric Hines, I think, uh, who's a tremendous baseball player as well. Uh, I think he had 20 rebounds maybe uh, against Dashler in that Final Four game. You know, he's a kid that can stand up in these tough moments. You got a lot of guys there. Just talk a little bit about your guys before, you, before we let you get out. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, those eight seniors, uh, you know, four of our starting five are seniors. So Samuel Holt, Hunter Bates, Davis Dare, and Justin Michael Allen. And those guys have been a real key core piece as far as that starting five goes. Um, and I think they've really been foundational pieces of the program for the last four years, which I think is really cool, too, when you look back over their careers in general. Um, Davis is really your centerpiece. Like you said, he's hard-nosed. Um, I think as a coach, you come along and every couple of years or every handful of years, if you're lucky, you get a guy that you see a little bit of yourself in. Um, and for me, that's Davis sure. because I don't have to ask him to play hard. I don't have to ask him to lock in for a game. You know what I mean? I can just let Davis go. My biggest thing with Davis is I got to try to keep him calm. I'm a little bit calmer than him. Um, but I mean, he'll go through your chest to win a basketball game. And I think that's something as a coach you appreciate and the other guys see and really resonate with. Um, Eric Hines, for me, is kind of our tough piece. Like, he's 6'3", 6'4". I think he weighs 220 at the moment. Uh, when we tested a couple weeks ago in the weight room, he had a 40-inch vertical on the mat. Mm. So, I mean, he's got some things you can't really teach. I think you see that in games. At Dessler, it was 17 points, 19 rebounds. And if you watch that game, we needed every one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So um he brings kind of like that edge you can't you can't really teach and that physicality and that natural athleticism you can't teach. For me Samuel and uh Samuel Holt and Hunter Bates are key pieces cuz they're highly they're high IQ players. Um for the most part we do a lot of stuff through them cuz they're great passers. They don't turn the ball over and they can score it too. I think both those guys are averaging around 8 or 9 points. And that's been consistent across the entire year. Um, so I know it's really easy as a coach when you know what you're going to get from a kid. Sure. I don't have to worry about who's going to show up. Like I know what Hunter Bates is going to give me is our best defender. 
He's going to give me 8 to 12 points. He's going to have a couple steals. He's going to be my best passer. Like, that's something that's built a lot of confidence in these guys. Uh, Justin Michael's been our best three-point shooter, um, and has been a great off-guard for us. And then my bench, uh, you know, our bench has some depth there with seniors too. Daniel Duncan, Carson Chastain, Will Nolan. Um, and this, I think that's good because even when they're not in the game, they're engaged and they're able to communicate with those guys when they come off the floor. Um, and then William Thrasher, Jaden Alexander, Jace Boyd are – William and Jace are 10th graders, and they're going to be great players in their own right. Uh, they're getting a little bit overshadowed by the senior-heavy team, but um, those are two guys, I think, moving forward that you'll probably be talking about again as they become juniors and seniors. But as a whole, that's it. Also, I think a cool piece of this team is Austin Walker and Matt Rennick are my assistants, and they're also ACA alum. So we're all ACA alum, coaching ACA, and we're all kind of in this thing together, so that's been a really fun piece as well. All right, last before we let you go, um, my wife's been following you, your y'all's progress, and every game she sends me a picture of what you've been wearing. Uh, and I know Dad's known for the plaid coat. What are you wearing, uh, Austin? What kind of shirt is that? A Hawaiian shirt? Uh, what's what's going on with your dress? I know Blake taught you to dress differently than that. What what are you you got? You going Hawaiian shirts now during the games? What's going on? Yeah, I went. Um, I went a Hawaiian shirt early in the area tournament. Really, it was uh, actually we played Bibb County at home, um, and I did it as a joke because Greg was coming to the game. Greg Crow, shout out to Greg. I love Greg, and I did it as a joke. Well, the kids thought it was hilarious, and they're like, "What are you wearing?" And it like we won by 25 and they were like, it's the shirt, you know, high school kids will take anything and run with it. <laughs> but then every big game after that, they're like, coach, you got to wear the shirt. Cause it just stuck. And then I've kind of been wearing them ever since. So, so tonight I, I told them I bought it like a 20 pack <laughs> off of Amazon. That was super cheap. Like if I wash it one time, it falls apart. Yeah. And tonight, I don't know how it timed up this way, but tonight's my last shirt oh. in the pack. Wow. So, that is not how the plaid coach started. Maybe you wore it and you started winning some games. So it's, coaches are superstitious. Is that how the plaid right. coach started? I don't, I guess. My, I just wore it, just happened to have one wore it. People started talking about it. Mm. I needed all the fans I could get the yeah. game. So it just proves if you wear something <laughs> ugly on the sideline, you get a lot of attention because yeah, you they, and Austin yeah, are getting a lot they of attention. They thought I had on ugly stuff. One thing, the opponents thought I had on ugly stuff and they didn't like me. And I really like that. When they don't when they don't like you, you're doing a good job. Well, I think people like Austin. Well, you're in trouble then. They like you. Well, they don't know him. Jackson doesn't know him. They don't let, none of them like me. They, uh, they said bad things about Pretty him. tough opponent uh, tonight, uh, right, Austin? 545 Jackson. I, look, I looked up, you don't ever know if these records are prop or right but it looked they were what 28 and 2 or 28 and 3 or something like that uh tonight yeah 28 and 2 and i think one of those losses was before the football guys got back oh so i mean that's they're definitely good their biggest thing is um their biggest thing for them is like they're tremendously athletic and big so like they're starting five i think they go six one six three six three six four six five you need to have so, Blake come in there and give your pregame speech. I've been, look, I wanted to make sure I gave Blake a shout out today or he'd be mad at me. 
Why does Blake get his but, shout out? He was supposed to come help you coach, and I don't ever see him. He bailed on. He never calls me. Yeah, he bailed oh, on. Blake, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I still got your back. Barry and Wimp have gave up on you. I still got your back. <laughs> Blake, uh, I called him that day. Said, "Why aren't you at the game?" He said he was sick. I mean, sick. Very look. It's because he's got a new girl. Yeah. He's occupied. Yeah. So, well, Austin, I'm proud of you. I got people uh, that text me all the time when you win. I was like, guys, you don't have to do that. You keep. I'm keeping up with. I'm watching every dribble. Uh, so, uh, good luck. Uh, you're winning too many games your first year, but going and win the last one. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling for you. You're my guy. And uh, hopefully, you guys, win. If you do, we'll have you back on. We'll talk about that state championship. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. Y'all have a great good day. Good luck. Thank, Thank you. you. Good luck. There's uh, Austin Graham. Austin's um, a really good guy. He is uh, even killed. He's a heck of a player, man. He was a good basketball player and football player, quarterback at uh, Middle Tennessee. And he finished up at uh, West Alabama, but um, done a tremendous job with these with those kids there. And I like, like what he said there. These kids have... Uh, just didn't need to be coached by anybody. He already knew him and done a tremendous job with those guys. So I would take this break. I'll the phone lines 205 342 9904. You listen to Tide 100.9 at 1230 AM WTBC is the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. The biggest problem we're watching this morning is a big accident on Highway 43 at North Creek Boulevard in Northport. The northbound lanes remain fully blocked there. We're seeing some pretty good backup southbound as well. So no matter which direction you're going, you might want to think about an alternate route there. Meantime, if you're traveling 2059 from Foster's to Cottondale, no big problems along that part of your drive. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Go inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show. Hey, everybody, it's Gary Harris. It's the TGIF edition of the Gary Harris Show on Friday morning at 9. Adam Abid from Fox Sports will join us. Also, the Auburn Report with Brett Pritchard. And we'll talk about the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference tournament going on right here at Stillman College. We'll have the discussion with the commissioner coming up on Friday. And, of course, that great music gets you ready for the weekend. The TGIF edition of the Gary Harris Show, Friday morning at 9. Which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows all state to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. All state Iron Casualty Insurance Company in affiliates North Park, Illinois. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Cloudy and cool today with occasional rain, the high 55. Tonight, rain ending this evening. The clouds will linger, the low 49. Tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine, much warmer. Just a few isolated showers around, the high 69. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where the season never ends. This is your home of Alabama. Alabama Sports, Tide 100.9, and screaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Got a couple emails here I'll read. Uh, Dad on? Is that him? I'm saying, all right, I'll read these when we get back from break. We got some people emailing me about Tom. Um, about Tom went after me this morning, which is good. Uh, well, we'll read you those. Um, those when we get back from break. We also got uh, one call holding here. Michael, we'll get to Michael as we uh, take this top of our break. We'll get 
Dr. Michael here at the 8 o'clock hour. We want to thank Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern Wood. If it doesn't have a yellow tag on it, you don't want to. want to thank Austin Grammar. We want to wish uh, the kids in Austin uh Good luck today as they go up to Birmingham uh, for a thrill of a lifetime, man, to play for a state championship, uh, something they'll never forget. You listen to Tide 100.9 and 1230 AM WTBC. It's the home of Alabama sports. minutes away at Birmingham Racecourse Casino, where you can be a winner too. Birmingham Racecourse Casino off I-459, exit 31 Derby Parkway. Must be 21 or older. 365, 24-7. You'll find road and utility crews, tow truck, law enforcement, and first responders working along Alabama's roadway. We're making improvements and helping our communities stay connected. We're working hard to make sure you're safe on the road. Now we need your help to make sure we're safe too. Alabama's move over law requires you to move over a lane when you see flashing lights on the roadside. And if you can't safely move over, please slow down. Visit drivesafealabama.org. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Transportation, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Are you receiving unemployment? Your benefits could be at risk. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never respond to mail notifying you of a false claim in your name. Never answer a text message asking you to verify your account. And only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor's social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov slash fraud. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Labor, ABA, and the station. The Alabama Department of Labor is an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. Dial 711 for TTY accessibility. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265C. G Tuscaloosa, a town square media station, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. In the NBA, the Nuggets knock off the Heat 103-97 in a rematch of last season's NBA Finals. Michael Porter Jr. led Denver with 30 points. Spurs shocked the Thunder 132-118. That's the worst team in the West, knocking off the second-best team in the West. Oklahoma City is now one game back in Minnesota for the conference lead. Warriors beat the Knicks in New York 110-99. Lakers get by the Wizards 134-131 in overtime. Anthony Davis 40 points and 50 rebounds for LA. Bucks over the Hornets 111-99. Suns down the Rockets 110-105. Nets beat the Hawks 124-97. Magic defeat the Jazz 115-107. Top 25 college basketball. Three ranked teams in action. Number 17 St. Mary's, number 19 Washington State, and number 23 Gonzaga all posted victories.
NHL action. The Stars beat the Jets 4-1. to Dallas takes over first place in the Central Division from Winnipeg with that win. Bruins beat the Golden Knights 5-4. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Andrew Kniffer. Andrew is my Allstate insurance agent. Let him become yours. He's out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in North Porter. Made the switch uh, several years ago. He does an outstanding job for me. Let him do the same for you. Give him a call, 205-722-9201. Tell him exactly what you're looking for. They'll run the quote. They'll send it right there to you. Andrew Kniffer, Allstate Insurance of Tommy sent me, Dad, uh, forwarded the, somebody on Facebook had posted the stat sheet, uh, when Pete Maravich scored 69 against you guys. He was, this is amazing. He was 26, he made 26 field goals, but he, he did take 57 shots. <laughs> so he was 26 for 57. Uh, you guys fouled him a lot. He was 17. Of 21 from the foul line, uh, and scored 69. So there you go. 26 for 57, 17 for 21. Um, so there we go. 69 points and, um, pretty amazing. All right. We get to the Andrew Kniffer hotline. Get Michael into the show. Good morning, Michael. Hey, Michael. Coach, uh, how are you doing, sir? We're good. How are you, both? Uh, doing pretty good. Uh, I, I was just going to join the uh, beat up Barry Fest that Go seemed to be going on this morning. Come on. I'm I'm just going to fuss at you for not making it to the finals so that I could go shoot Northridge basketball in in a big arena. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, the other thing was is uh, they they mentioned uh, uh, Jonas Wilkin getting the uh, preferred walk on. Uh, offer from Bama, and I was just going to uh, get you to, since, since nobody ever actually talked about it, I was going to see if you had any good things to say about Jonas. Sure. And uh, and, and and see what you had to say there. Uh, Jonas, uh, his brother also plays for me, Anderson, uh, who's a junior, who's a really good shooter as well. Uh, Jonas, good shooter. He's a, a great team guy. He, he loves uh, the game of basketball. He'll, he'll, he'll know his role there as, as, as a preferred walk on. Uh, they have a different role. I mean, most of the time those guys are, are practice players where they'll, uh, have some other guys. I think there's a kid from Hewitt Trussell going there as well. And they'll learn the other team's offense. They'll, they'll be a scout team guys, but they'll also help with guys that need help, be good locker room guys. So, uh, I'm sure he, will understand his role there and if he can develop it into something else when he's there. Uh, but they, uh, made a good decision, uh, taking a really good, you want to have really good kids in those, uh, situations there. And, uh, and Alabama's got one in Jonas. Cool. But, uh, yeah, I was talking to his dad and, you know, we, we hit on the fact, you know, sometimes, you know, a lot of people don't give a lot of credit to walk on. And, uh, you know, I, I talked to him times, you know, sometimes, you know, kids go from the high school level to the college level and, and something clicks. And the next thing you know, you know, you, you've got a starter on your hands. Yeah. 
So uh, be be nice if it, to, you know for Jonas to maybe find himself in that situation. And uh, last thing I was going to ask you about, since uh, since it is the finals for for basketball, and I got to see some of y'all's basketball games this year. Uh, what? Yeah, you know, at one point y'all were ranked number one in six A, and was just curious. Did do you think that maybe y'all peaked a little too early or too quick? Because I know sometimes it's about peaking at the right time. Well, uh, we were number one on max preps. The, those, uh, people that rank them, uh, they don't really see the teams. Um, Paul Bryant, uh, they started five seniors. Uh, so they were probably, I don't even know if I had the best team in my area. We did beat Paul Bryant in our place. Uh, we lost over there. We had a unfortunate situation with some games canceled where we had to play so many games in area games. Like we had to play on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday. Uh, you spend your whole season getting ready and then, you know, those, so we ended up having to, uh, go on the road, uh, in the first game of a team that we had beat twice, Helena, because we didn't win the area tournament that happened to be at Bryant and Helena. Uh, obviously played Buckhorn very well. They made it all the way to the final four. So I think it was unfortunate that we had to play a team that we had already beaten twice, <laughs> but that was really good that knew us inside. Now, I mean, I think we probably did peak a little bit, uh, early, but we, um, but it's, uh, it, these are all matchups. They, you know, they don't seed on one through 32 where, you know, you, it just depends on your draw, uh, what you get, what, what area you match up with. So, um, you know, did we peak early? Probably, uh, but still, uh, this team was, uh, uh, coming off a, a decent year the year before. I think they won 16 or 17 games. And for them to go 24 and 6, I think was a pretty darn good season for them. I think y'all, uh, y'all, y'all played some, some good ball when I was, when I was watching y'all and shooting the games. Uh, I, I, I really enjoyed the fact that, that y'all have got a lot of team ball and there's not necessarily any one guy that you rely on heavily every game. Yeah. But, but anyway, but uh, I was just going to get you to talk about Jonas a little bit and, uh, you know, you know his problem. What's that? His problem. <laughs> what was my problem? Did you know his problem? Well, I, I'm, problem I'm, was, I'm sure I'll, you know I'll, I'll, I'll give you his problem. His problem was he didn't play my grandson enough. No, I played him too much, actually. Uh, so, uh, anyway, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Michael. All right, Coach, hey, Coach Whip, if you ever need any, any, any assistance keeping him straight, just, just let us know. Yeah, he, I tell you what, he can take my job. I'll sit over in the corner and, and critique him if he wants to do that next year. I'll, he'd be happy. I'd be happy to let him do that. So thank you, Michael. Uh, Michael, Michael does a great job for us as well. I think this is the Michael, but uh, he comes out, man, man, he takes unbelievable pictures. Uh, for all the programs there at Northridge and, uh, he posts them. He's got a website, uh, uh, for Northridge there. And so, um, we appreciate everything that Michael does. All right. Back to the, uh, Andrew Conifer hotline. Get Lewis in. Good morning, Lewis. Morning, guys. Hey, I, uh, uh, enjoy the reminiscing about the Maravich game y'all were bringing up. I was actually at that game. My dad took me and we, uh, we were just, Excited as everybody in the in Coleman to, to see him play, and if I remember right, I like to just two little things I remember about it. Is when they came out, LSU was shooting layups. He was missing layups, and people were doing and all, and like, well, he's pretty. He can't even hit them. Well, he was. He did it on purpose, I thought. But 
three point then, as you guys know, but he was just nailing them, and everybody was going nuts. So he really knew how to play with a crowd. And one last thing, I kept getting distracted because I would look down in the court area, away from the court, but on the on the floor level, and there was a guy sitting in a folding chair leaning up against the wall, and it was Coach Bryant. <laughs> and I kept looking at there and telling my dad, there's Coach Bryant. So he wanted to come see the show, too. So I, I appreciate y'all bringing that up. And I'll tell you what, we enjoyed those wimp teams. Uh, what he did was just amazing with the basketball, and, and uh, they're going strong now, too. So thanks, guys. I just wanted to reminisce a little bit. Thank you. Thank you, Lewis. Uh, Dad, do you think, you, you think Pete Maribridge was putting on a show because Coach Bryant was in there watching him? Do you think he knew he was in there? I don't know. I don't know. I was mad because everybody wanted to come see Maribridge to come to see our team. <laughs> no. All right. Well, do, you, do you blame them? No, I don't blame them. Yeah. All right. Uh, go to the email. Uh, Ricky, he sent me two emails this morning. <laughs> he says, Barry, you're going to make Tom go listen wherever Bryce is at now. Uh, I like Tom, but don't miss uh, Bryce at all. I do. I miss Bryce. Don't be mean no Bryce. Uh so anyway, I don't know where Bryce went. I guess we ran him off. Also, Dad, Ricky wanted to ask you, I think on Martin's show, uh, somebody called in and said, uh, they were discussing this and a few said, where, talk about Coach DeBoer, wear white helmets, which Coach Bryant did. Others said the, let's see, hey Barry, uh, about discussing this and said, wear the white helmets, which Bear did. Others said, the new coach uh, doesn't need to mess with tradition. I disagree. I think it would be awesome if Coach DeBoer came out for only the first game, uh, but the not only the first game, but for the whole year and bring on houndstooth helmets. <laughs> Should Coach DeBoer try to honor uh, Coach Bride and wear a houndstooth helmet and break the tradition uh, the red helmet with the right stripe with the number on the side. Uh, what about tradition like that? Is that something that you should mess with, in your opinion? Well, I, yeah. I think anything you do, you're going to make somebody mad. Yeah. When Ray, Perkins, when Ray Perkins came and took down the tower, uh, everybody went crazy. Uh, I was there with, with the coaching change. Several of the coaches. Bill Curry came in, uh, took uh, things different. So, and I've been down that road, and so nobody's happy. You're going to always find when decisions are made about uniforms and different things. I don't know that, I don't know that some coaches that really don't worry about the uniform too much. They just go with what generally they, the equipment manager does, but the equipment manager dresses these guys, um, pretty much knows, you know, what they've always done. He, he keeps it that way. And, and to me, that's the best way to do it. Uh, keep it as much, keep it as close to the receding coach as you can, can, and, and do it like that. I guess the best way. So there are some things that you particularly want that, uh, maybe, uh, the other coach didn't have. So you, you implement those, but I think you're careful with that. They, they're, they're looking down their nose that you start with, especially after you lose a game. And, um, you know, you just, Sometimes, in this particular case, I think they were okay with, with the hire. There a lot of times they were hired, people were hired that they didn't really want them hired. I think I fell in that category. So. 
Well, Justin, you're younger than uh, Dad and I. If they if they did change the uniform, even if they did it for a game, uh, hey, we're going to honor Coach Bryant this game. We're going to do some have Hounds tooth in the uniform or something. There would be, you know, you'd probably be fine with it. There'd be some older uh, people that would say that it would literally make them irate that you're changing uh, something that is tradition at Alabama. So you're never obviously going to please anyone. Just kind of talk about the balance of that. What would you think if they changed the uniform? It wouldn't be a big deal to you, would it? Or would it? Maybe it would. No, I, I think it depends how they do it. Like Coach said, uh, somebody's going to be mad. <laughs> somebody's going to be very mad yeah. regardless. Um, I really like the idea of the white helmet coming back because it changes things up. But also it's something we've done before. And I don't care if people are like, well, that was 50 years ago, and, and we don't need to do it anymore. Crimson only. Um, it's new. I, I think houndstooth helmets are, I think those would be pretty obvious. When they say a white helmet, so now they'd have to go buy a whole new set of helmets. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, we can afford that. Oh, I understand that. But these helmets are, I bet you those helmets they're wearing now are probably $750 a helmet. Oh, uh, no, they are. Yeah. They definitely are. The, the technology in those things is insane. I mean, I wonder how many helmets each guy has. He has a practice helmet. Do you have a game helmet? How many helmets do they have over there? Yeah. I don't, and we'll have to go get the uh, equipment manager on. Yeah. I think it would be interesting, though, if they changed to the whites. Would you have them wear all white unis at home? Because, I mean, that's, that's another thing is it's typically an away uniform. So are we playing in the Iron Bowl and wearing all whites, or, or which game would that be? Right. You two hit the nail. If you change, some people are going to get mad. If you don't, I think everybody will be okay. So probably just leave it as it is. Uh, but that's not a reason not to change if you think it's something that will help your team uh, be motivated to play. Uh, again, kids are strange, man. They love uniforms and gear. They love that stuff. That's so. Oregon's number one recruiting pitch. Yeah. Look how many jerseys you're going to get to wear and keep. <laughs> yeah. That's why if you – Alabama's – we're just talking about one. We just want to change one uniform. Well, Alabama's tradition is walk down that hall and look at those players that are in the NFL. That's about a billion dollars walking down that That's hall. That's hard to argue with. Yeah, there you go. Royal Cleaners, they want to make your life easy. Uh, you come right to them. Uh, they'll come to you, pick up all your cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. If you need to drop off, I, <clears throat> I dropped off over at my place at 4851 Rice Mine Road two days ago. I got to go pick it up today. They also got places at University Boulevard and Bridge Avenue over in Northport. But give them a call today for anything you need cleaning-wise or if you want to get it delivered, uh, 205-391-0034. Get to Coach Sonny Smith next. Let's the Tide 100.9, 1230 AM, WTBC. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. Most of our attention this morning has been on the Northport area. The source of the trouble is on Highway 43 at North Creek. This is a big accident that has closed the roadway, and now it appears they're blocking the road in both directions. This, in turn, has sent off a lot of additional traffic to Highway... Nonprofit offers more than a 1,000 free online resources for youth and high school sports coaches, parents, students, and administrators. Visit PCADevZone.org. My caretaker was very rough with me. 
I thought they did it because I wasn't moving fast enough. Elder abuse is a crime, and together we can stop it. If you or someone you know has been abused, neglected, or exploited, call the Adult Abuse Hotline at 1-800-458-7214. That's 1-800-458-7214. Minutes away at Birmingham Racecourse Casino, where you can be a winner too. Birmingham Racecourse Casino off I-459, exit 31, Derby Parkway. Must be 21 or older. The Alabama Securities Commission protects you from financial fraud. Anyone asking you for investment money must be licensed. You're careful with your money. Fraudsters aren't. Before you invest, call our hotline at 1-800-222-1253 to verify the licensing of the person making an offer and the product. Don't lose your hard-earned money. Learn to protect yourself at asc.alabama.gov. Paid for by the Investor Protection Trust and brought to you by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Tide. 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Cloudy and cool today with occasional rain, the high 55. Tonight, rain ending this evening. The clouds will linger, the low 49. Tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine, much warmer. Just a few isolated showers around, the high 69. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. All right, we, uh, we'll get right to the Yellowwood Hotline. He's our favorite guest of the week, our last guest of every week, uh, most of the time, and he will be uh, this Friday as well. Our great friend, Coach Sonny Smith. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Good morning. He's our favorite. He's, he's our favorite. How's everybody? Yeah. Uh, Coach, I need your help. I need your help. You uh, really do. Uh, we have a guy that gets, gets mad at me from time to time and he says that, uh, he agrees. It doesn't matter what dad says. He agrees with he's a, He thinks he's a hundred percent right all the time. And sometimes, you know, as you know, he's not always right. And so I think, uh, I've heard I, think that. <laughs> I think my job is to, when he's not right, to go against him. And he says that I'm being disrespectful because I don't agree with everything that he says. Did you agree with everything that he says when you guys did a show for so long? No. No, I was honest. I was honest. I was honest all the time. Yeah. I just gave the I gave the most positive answer. Yeah. I could give. It might be wrong, but it might be more positive. But if he said something <laughs> wrong, if he said something wrong, you would correct him or go yes, against I him, did. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I did. He might not come back for two shows, but he'd be he'd be mad. Now. <laughs> I guarantee. Yeah, he he'd like be that. mad. He'd skip a couple of shows. Yeah. He get me. He get me. He's a get me back type guy. He's gonna get me back. Yeah, yeah. He holds grudges, doesn't he? Uh, coach? Yes, he does. He's a grudge holder. <laughs> yeah. He good. He good at that grudging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he's too quiet. He must. What, what's he does? He still he's in the his bed? car. He's trying to go over to Legacy Arena, Mars Hill. Is in the state championship in the girls and the boys today. So he's a big hit. I'm not gonna get there. The traffic. Traffic's unbelievable. Can't get there. He says he's not traffic. Is he, is he on that traffic? He's on the train. He's the only man. He's the only man can outcuss all the traffic. Yeah. So I mean, you get him going down. You get him going down towards the arena. That's where he's going. <laughs> that, 
that, that road that road is filled up where the, it doesn't have to be a it doesn't have to be a basketball game. Yeah. It, it could be oh, yeah. corn shucking and it'd still be full. Yeah. yeah. How is the traffic right now, Dad? Are you on two eighty? I've never I've never seen it this bad since I've been here. Really? As he said for his thousandth time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I never seen this bad ever. All right, uh, Sonny. Hey, hey, Barry. Yeah. Barry, he, he can cuss them out on the highway better than anybody. Yeah, the problem the number is, one cuss out guy. The problem is, Coach, is he does that when, he, when he's on the radio. So you don't know what's about to come out. So uh, I got Justice with <laughs> his finger on the dump button. So, no. Uh, <laughs> Sonny. comes into Tuscaloosa. Uh, both teams 12 and 3. Uh, ESPN game day is going to be here. Uh, the winner, I think, has a leg up on winning the regular season. Uh, Tennessee won the first game. They beat them pretty bad. I think it was 91-7. They held Alabama to 71 points. Uh, just talk about Rick Barnes' defensive team and how, how good they are. And they are one team that maybe can defend Alabama. Well, they certainly can defend. That's Rick's reputation. He's done it everywhere he's been. And they got, they got good inside play and the guard play is, is really good. 
uh, I, I think, uh, I think Alabama playing them at home probably has a little bit of an edge as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think, uh, yeah, I think it'll be a good game. But, uh, Tennessee sometimes doesn't score on the road quite as well as they do at home. Uh, Alabama, Alabama's hard to beat because of the shooting ability. And they, they've got, when you get great shooters and they've got about five of them on the perimeter. They do. I think Alabama really hard to beat at home. I think they will win. Uh, I think I think there's got to be a little bit of concern uh, on the Auburn game with Mississippi State because of the depth, uh, because of the height of uh, of Mississippi State. And if the Mississippi State comes into Auburn and shoots the ball, I think they they have a chance to win. But it's uh, uh, it's all based on shooting. Of course, Auburn. Auburn's depth and their defense is always solid, but they got to shoot to win also. It's who's shooting better late in the season, and between those two teams, I think we want wins the game. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit about uh, spring getting ready to start down there with Hugh Freeze. Uh, there's a lot of talk about uh, how good they're doing on the recruiting trail. Uh, is he building a positive momentum up there for the football down there for the football program, uh, Coach? It went from, I went from hearing, you know, a fan, a fan hearing now. I went from a fan hearing being very negative about him. And then all of a sudden it starts to build in the other direction. Now the media coverage appears to me to be more on the positive side. Uh, they're talking about they have two quarterbacks they think can win in the SEC now. And, uh, I think the attitude towards over football is positive now, and I think, and that's only happened in the last two or three weeks. I I think it was really very negative up to that point. Yeah. Now, whether that is correct or not, uh, that's just based on fans at, at fans talk. Yeah. And they will always generate towards negative more so than positive. True. That. Well, that's that's those gummers talking. What that is, when y'all eat tonight. Gummers. Have you def- uh, have you defined gummers yet, or is that just uh, well, one you come up with today? Huh? I can I can, def- I can define it real quick. It's, it's called no teeth. When you wake up <laughs> in the morning, you got to find your glasses and your teeth. <laughs> uh, put me down for one. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know. I don't really know what to ask you too much. Uh, but you, have you seen? Well, I'll, I'll ask you. I'll ask you. How many teams from SEC? Is going to make it to the playoffs. I say seven. Everybody else says more. They're saying more, and I cannot see that. Uh, the league's got great see. reputation. You got uh, they they got the numbers to show that. But uh, man, I don't see eight and nine going like people are talking. I and now, if you ask me who's not going, I cannot tell you that either. Well, I think uh, obviously Texas A and Texas played their way out. Uh, I think Ole Miss has probably played their way out. I think Mississippi State uh, can go. Uh, I think they can, yes. Yeah, but uh, I think A and M's lost five in a row. Uh, they lost at no, Vanderbilt, no. so they're not going. So that puts you down to eight. I don't think Ole Miss will go. Do you, Coach? I didn't have them down for going, and uh, I, I I keep watching them. They're in every game. They're in every game. 
And uh, I think it just it's just determined how they end the season here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be tough. I, I think so. I would say more towards the negative. Yeah. No, no, there. No, I got nothing today. They hadn't any uh, change of drivers and anything. And they haven't got anything going on that's really. Really worth talking a lot about. Joey Logano's getting a lot of talk about his team is, is a team that you got to watch out for late. And, uh, he's, he's a Penske driver. Penske's got the money. Penske's got all the organizations behind him. And he always, his teams always finish late, uh, strong. And so you got to watch out for the Penske group. And, and I would say Blaney would be the one that might, you got to watch out for. Ryan Blaney. Right, tell, tell our listeners how much it costs to put a automobile on the racetrack. How much money? Oh Lord! Totally. I mean, millions. Years, years ago, it years ago was in the millions, high millions, and I would doubt, I would doubt that it hadn't gone higher than that. It's right, uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's it, it's beyond me. They don't talk about that quite as much. What they do, what they do talk about is the organizations that are the strongest, you know, uh, and, and the, the people that were strong to start with are still up there and still running. Rick Hendry's group is probably be number one. And that puts Chevrolet in a situation where they're always in good shape. What they do, what they do, Wimp, and you know this, but just looking at it, they go, they, the push is always between the motor companies, Ford, against the Chevrolet, uh, against the other organizations that get one every once in a while. And Toyota is always battling to get in there. And uh, Toyota, I think, would be running third. Yeah. Uh, Toyota's good. Coach, uh, tomorrow ESPN game day is going to be here. We've had uh, Jay Billis on. We had Reese on. And we had the great Seth Greenberg on yesterday. And Seth said he's going to wear a plaid coat uh, tomorrow on game day. Uh, your thoughts about that? Uh, tell him the way he looks, it doesn't matter what he wears. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, he had a good team. He had a good team of Ginger Tech. We are talking about the same guy. Yeah, Seth Greenberg. Uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, Seth Greenberg. Okay. He had a good team at Long Beach. He'd won like eight or nine in a row. And he comes to VCU, and we beat him so bad that I was, I was trying to put in fans from the stands. <laughs> he, was, he was eight. No, I, I just got up, went down to his bench, and I said, just said, tell me what I can do. I've played everybody, and I can't tell them not to shoot. He said, well, just just go tell that guy to let the clock run all the time. I said, well, he does that anyhow. Hot clock. It's time for a hot clock. You get down yeah, 30, it's clock, a hot clock. Let yeah. the clock run. That's and go. he had a good team. He had a good team out west. you know. But it, it wasn't very good back this way. Oh, boy. Right. He was a good coach, by the way. Yeah, he was. Uh, will you be on the uh, radio dial tomorrow calling the Auburn-Mississippi uh, State game? Yeah, if everything goes well here at home, and you know what I mean by that, yeah, uh, I will, I will, and all all the kids are in, so we're we got coverage for our our problem. So I, I probably will. Do it. I'm not going to do anything away from home, yeah. but I could do that one. Well, do not criticize the referees. All right, Charlie. Oh, I do. Uh, Uber, Uber won't 
Don't you clowns. think I do it with a lot of class, Barry? You Tell do. me that. I'll you ask do. you. You do. You do it with a I lot do it of with class. class. Yeah, class. <laughs> third. Third. Class, right. What do you say? Third. Yeah, we got to get him off the speakerphone. Put the phone to your ear where Tell we it. can hey, hear Tell you. It. Tell me, give me one. Tell me one idea of the traffic before I go. Yeah, tell me, tell me how you yeah. always feel. Can you give us a traffic report now? We need a traffic. Yeah, report. give us a traffic report. <laughs> brutal, brutal, brutal. <laughs> one word. Yeah, one word. All right. Uh, thank you, Coach. He, uh, he uh, I'm had, always glad to be with you guys. He Thanks. Had, he hadn't blown his horn one time. Uh, thank you, Coach. No. All uh, right, don't, uh, I ain't thanking him. All right, uh, yeah, take that thing off speaker because we want to make sure everybody hears about our. I, I may lose you. Hold, hold on, man. I may lose. Not me. You did lose us. Uh, if you're looking for a traditional banking experience with a banker who calls you by your name, there's only one choice. That's Bryant Bank. Four locations here in the Tuscaloosa area. You can experience unbeatable service and legendary results close to home. Uh, Dad talks about the Bryant Bank there that in. Uh, in Birmingham that he uses. We've been uh, with Bryant Bank for numerous years. They take great care of us. Let them do the same for you. Swing by one of the Bryant Bank locations and tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you. Listen, the Tide 100.9, 12.30 a.m. WTBC. It's the home of Alabama sports. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside. That's our business. Tuscaloosa Hyundai, corner of Skyland and Hargrove, TuscaloosaHyundai.com. This report is sponsored by Compassion International. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide football. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room, Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. Look at all the great inventory right there on the lot. The used inventory, the new 2024s are here. These guys will take great care. You also can schedule a service right there at the website. They're actually upgrading the website. I don't know. It's great already, but I'm sure they're going to make it better. But swing by Skyland Boulevard. See Justin, see David DeSantis. Uh, look at that new Grand Highlander. People are just raving about uh, this new SUV. They changed the body styles a little bit bigger uh, than the other one, but it is priced right. So get by uh, Tuscaloosa Toyota today and tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you. All right. Uh, you know, much like the Auburn-Kentucky uh, game, there was a lot, there was <laughs> there was hoopla about game day being there, uh, people camping out. Uh, 
there's a lot of hoopla about this game tomorrow. Maybe not to extend of what it was at Auburn, but I don't think people are having to camp out. But with game day being there, how, I, if you're Coach Oates and his staff there, how do you get them just to concentrate on this particular game but not worry about all the surrounding things that are going on? Because that really has nothing to do with what's going to happen between those lines at 7 o'clock on Saturday night. Well, the winner, winner of the game probably wins, you know, at least ties or wins the division. So I, I don't know if you talk about what a big, you know, I, I think, I think you talk about the past game where they annihilated us and, uh, annihilated Alabama. And, um, you know, we, if, we, you know, we just need to not let that happen again. And whatever you want to say to, to correct that is, is, you know, what you try to do and, um, I, I thought uh, the difference was that that they played. Um, they they sort of ran Alabama out the three point line, which is which is what you have to do is run them off the three point line, and and uh, I thought they were pretty aggressive uh, in everything that they did. So uh, I also thought that their guards moved a lot offensively and worked down Sears and them. Um, condition-wise, uh, their, their guards really moved, and Sears and Straw had to really chase them pretty hard. By the time they did that, uh, it was a pretty, you know, pretty tough time. So um, I think I think it'll. I think um, I don't want, like to predict. I, I think Alabama wins. Um, I have no idea. You know more about that than I do. What the what the point line will be. Um, so. Um, but I, I think they win. I, w- I would guess Barry playing at home, regardless of how good you think Tennessee is and all these other things, that Alabama will be the favorite. Uh, that's what I think. Yeah, they'll definitely be the favorite. Uh, looking at the stat sheet from the first time, uh, Tennessee, was you just honking at somebody? Uh, that Tennessee was played. Tennessee was the Tennessee played Alabama. Alabama, Justin, was 4 of 21 from the three-point line. Um, they really attacked Grant Nelson. Uh, he fouled out in 17 minutes. He only had uh, three points and uh, five rebounds and five fouls. Mark Sears uh, did make seven field goals. He was seven for 13, got to the foul line seven of 10, but only made one three. Uh, so I had 22 points, but nobody else even got in double figures. Uh, dad, Nick Pringle, uh, wasn't much of a factor there. Uh, Strata, uh, had eight points, but, uh, Sears got his 22, but they held Alabama four for 21 from three. Alabama's got to make more than four threes if they're going to beat Tennessee, don't they? Yeah, they do. They have to. Yeah. They have to. Ain't no doubt about it. All right, uh, Justin, your thoughts about that as well. Uh, I'm looking at Tennessee. Let's see how Connect did against Alabama. He was 8 of 20 uh, from the floor, did make uh, 8 for 8 from the foul line, got 25 points. Uh, Adu uh, had 19 points. And um, jo- Josiah James is a really, really good player. I don't know why. He has played well. No. He has played lately. He only had one point against Alabama. I, I thought he was like, he's a kid from Charleston. Like he had a chance to be a pro. Well, I wonder what's wrong with him. I don't know if it's an injury or what, but, uh, Tennessee was 10 of 28 from three. Uh, they shot 25 free throws. So the free throws were about even, 
there, but uh, they they did a good job defensively at guarding the three point line. Alabama dad only shot nineteen percent. Yeah, I think I think in order to beat Alabama, you have to run off the three point line. Even if you give, I've decided what Kentucky does and may be smart. Even if you give layups, <laughs> even if you give layups uh, and let them see that the the area is open, and give them the dribble drive. But the only problem is that if you do that with Tennessee, they don't make as many threes as Kentucky has the ability to make. Yeah, Kentucky's three point shooting is better. So what Cal was doing was he was he felt like you know he had a kid ten for ten. He didn't know that, but he had guys shooting the ball well. But what what he did was he he traded twos for threes, and um, you know did a did a great job with it. So you know I, I, this is. Uh, this deal I'm trying to do is the most ridiculous thing in the world. I'm supposed to be on television. This thing is backed up so bad around here that you can't you can't move. Where are you? I mean, uh, I'm by, over here by the stadium, and all it's packed so bad that the only thing I'm going to do is the left lane has got people in it. I'm going to get in the right lane, go to the top, and then I'm going to jump in front. Are you going to hit your head like when you get the end, like you're in the wrong no, well, lane? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to hit my head if I get around this guy right here. Move up. I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go past all of them. And I'm gonna get in front of them. Yeah. And if, if the light, if the light is red, I'm turning anyway. Hmm. So Justin, let's so you know how he does this. So you know how you have a line of traffic. So some people go get like sometimes he'll go like in the median lane, you know. But he'll get in the other lane like he's gonna go right. He'll get all the way. He'll pass probably fifty cars. And then he'll hit his head like he's, oh, my bad, I'm in the wrong lane. He'll throw that blinker on, and he'll force his way in. All right? So that's what's about to happen here. So. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm going right up. Just passing a police car to do this. Yeah. But he'll he'll, he'll have to come get me. Do you have your badge? Uh, I've gone all the way to, I've gone all the, way to the front. But I'm saying I'm you're passing the police I've gone around, yeah. Do you have your badge I've gone, in case he pulls you over? Oh, he's home. I've gone. Him. I've gone. I've gone. Uh, I've gone. I've gone over seventy-five cars. You just passed seventy-five cars. So you know how much time yeah. we just saved, Justin, doing that. A bunch. <laughs> an hour. Yeah, he saved an hour. Uh, I'm writing all of this down. Yeah. So you got to. You got to hit your head. All right. You hit. Uh, right. Yeah. 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 And the guy, then, and you, what you do? You hold your palms up. You hit your head and hold your palms up like what you made a mistake. Yeah, like it's not my palm. And when, you, when you hold your hand, when you hold, hold your palms up as you hit your head, you shake your head and they let you through. And then if they don't like, let you in, you blow your horn, you scowl at them. And the guy says, wait a minute, that looks like Wimp Sanderson. And he says, oh, keep going, don't let him in. They're, uh, they're listening yeah. to this on the radio and they're going, that guy, I don't care. A second, that's, that's <laughs> oh, I don't, I, Maybe I, 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 in, in the last five minutes, I've, I've saved 30 minutes. Really? It's been back there. Oh, yeah. Well, the, game's, oh, yeah. the game starts at 9, so you're going to miss I the know game. It's for, oh, oh, I'm going to miss the part of it, yeah, but I ain't going to miss much. Where are you going to park? Oh, I've got a parking pass. Oh. I got, I got a park pass. The lady, uh, the lady they asked that I, 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 uh, I kid with her when I get there. And so she, she lets, lets me in. What is somebody yeah, in Yeah, then I go to. What is somebody then in Then there's spot? another gate. Oh, they don't get my spot. Oh. No. They no. get my spot. No. Uh, she's gonna be out here. They got the thing because it's pouring down rain. They got the thing locked locked in. If they do, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna open up the gates and they got it locked in right now. They got well, they got the girl out here with the umbrella. 
Oh, you're already, at the, you're already at the arena? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, you're not going to be late then. You're going to see the tip. Yeah. Yeah. Get in there and I get just going through this. I just went through the spot now. They got to open the gates up here. I got my raincoat. I'm ready to go. I, that's the only way to do it. I'd have missed the game. And I wanted to know why I was leaving so early. Crap, I, I'd, have missed, I'd have missed the whole game. I got, I got the television deal coming in. That's my buddy right there. Are you on there with uh, Kevin Skarbinski today? Yeah. There you go. I saw you on there yesterday with Kevin. Uh, half oh, by the way, how do you, how do you, how do you get that? Somebody asked me how to get that. And I told him I didn't know. I told him you knew. How, how do you get that? It's on that, uh, NFHS that we tried to set you up with during Christmas yeah. that you, uh, uh, yeah, tried to is the right word. Well, today, I don't know if, if Skarbinski and Bart Heitz are going to be on it, but Alabama Public Television. Yeah. What channel is that? Alabama Public Television. Yeah, tell me that. I don't know. I think it might be 23 on direct well, TV. Scott, this is one that hit me up. So if I'm anybody knows it. what channel that is, uh, Alabama Public Television, call, especially on <laughs> direct TV. Uh, although it's raining out here today, so your direct TV may not work. All right, we'll take this break. We'll let, we'll let you get on that. You can go. Ben and Justin will finish up the show. That way you can get in there and get that popcorn and get ready to watch Mars Hill. I don't get no uh, popcorn. Girl. Thanks. Thanks. Later. We'll let you go. Uh, whew, that's stressful, uh, having him in the car. Uh, I mean, he's, I can say this now, he's 86 years old, flying around in a car, uh, blowing his horn at people and screaming at people. And my, my grandfather's whew. 92 and he's the same way. And he's, he drives fast. Um, yeah. So. And you wonder why my mom doesn't go to the game. Uh, she stayed with her little butt right at home. Uh, so anyway. All right. Uh, we'll take this break. We'll put the phone lines 205-342-9904. We've got about four or five minutes left and then we'll pass it off to our main man, Gary Harris. Let's the tide 100.9. Is he home of Alabama sports? Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. It's been kind of a soggy drive in this morning and a big accident in the midst of it is not helping. This is still working in the Northport area, Highway 43 at the North Creek intersection. Right now the roadway does remain blocked in both directions. Now this in turn has sent a lot of additional traffic to Highway 69 as an alternate route. As a result of that, it is a 30-minute drive on southbound 69 from Mid-Larry Road down to 15th Street. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Coming up, Coming up on The Game with Ryan Fowler. Coming up on the Friday edition of The Game, presented by Brian Harden Construction. We'll do a free-for-all Friday. We'll do a little score prediction with Alabama, Tennessee. We'll feature Brett Norsworthy. We'll talk to Brent Beard. All starting at 2 p.m. here on The Game on Tide 100.9-1230. WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest-running sports program in time. So visit a Boost Mobile store today and get after it. Ends 331.24 while supplies last. No purchase necessary. Other restrictions apply. Visit your local Boost Mobile store for details. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Cloudy and cool today with occasional rain, the high 55. Tonight, rain ending this evening. The clouds will linger, the low 49. Tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine, much warmer. Just a few isolated showers around, the high 69. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. 
Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Uh, Tide 100.9, uh, the website there. If you got the app, I always have stories uh, coming up uh, that what's going on. I know a lot of these uh, Justin guys are at the uh, Combine. Uh, sounds like Dallas Turner uh, did really well. Uh, I always laugh. You know, these guys uh, play all these games. Uh, they got all these games on tape, and then they boil it down on what they do at the Underwear Olympics as to whether they're going to be drafted or not in the first round. Like, does the tape matter? Just turn the tape on. <laughs> does that matter? But evidently, Kool-Aid McKinstry, through all the testing, they found a Jones fracture in his right foot. Uh, so he will not work out at the combine. He will work out at Alabama's Pro Day uh, and then get it fixed. I'm not sure what was required to fix a Jones fracture. Then he should be 100% ready for... Um, training camp. So, uh, Tom's not going to like this, but I'm going to ask you, Kool-Aid McKinstry, is he a little bit overrated, uh, Justin? That's a, that's the big question because, um, Terry on Arnold, I think undoubtedly had the better year. Mm -hmm. Um, but then also with cornerbacks, you get to a point where you're so good and regarded that they don't throw at you, Mm -hmm. which is also a lot of what we saw. Um, I saw Texas throw at him. I was sitting right in the end zone watching them throw well, I saw at him. Texas throw at Terry on too. So I don't know if that one's a good, uh, yeah. I mean, everybody's going to give up. Uh, and I don't, uh, I've been interested to see what, hear what Corey and, uh, and, um, Christian say about, uh, about Terry on Arnold. I, I'm not Terry on Kool-Aid McKinstry. I, mm. This situation though does add some more depth. I mean, we thought Kool-Aid was a first round lock, was easily going to be the number one corner taken in the draft. Um, Terry on kind of outshines him this season and Terry on kind of moved above him. And now we learn about this Jones fracture. So I just looked it up. This Jones fracture is the, the bone on the pinky toe of your foot. So mm. like kind of on the side of your foot. It's probably and sore. I can imagine. Um, so I was wondering if they didn't find it, if he was going to work out on it and if he was in enough pain, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, those kids are up there. They'll have your own pro day here. A lot of times guys only do certain things there and they're more comfortable in the environment here. Uh, and, you know, it's one of the positive things about playing in Alabama is just about all the teams come uh, here and they'll look at these guys. And it's an opportunity uh, for Coach uh, to tell them about some of the young guys that are here. Said, hey, I know this kid doesn't have a lot of tape on him, but you need to watch whoever that is. Uh, that's, that's what's going to be strange because Coach DeBoer doesn't – I mean, he's familiar with these guys that are going into the draft, but they're not his players. So. Yeah, I would think – I would think Coach Saban would go to the pro day you think here. So? He, uh, didn't, he didn't go to the senior bowl, but he'll, you think he'll be here. I, I don't know that. Uh, but I do think that, uh, you know, because that would help the kids. Uh, if he were there, uh, now I'm sure these people, he's probably on the phone with them, so maybe he doesn't have to go. But they, they're going to talk to Coach uh, about uh, these kids' ability. And, uh, and he's one, I'm sure, that will shoot them straight. He's got a lot of guys uh, that are in the NFL. He knows what it takes, uh, obviously, to to play there. So I would think they will lean on him and I would think it would be good for him to be there. Now, whether his schedule will permit him to be there, 
I don't know, but uh, it being, I think he's there to help the coaches and to help the kids, and being there would certainly do that. All right, that's it. Gary just walked in, so uh, we're going to get out of here and make way for the Gary Harris Show. Gary's always takes him about five minutes to get everything clean over here by the time I get out. He wipes it down good, Justin, so I got to let him get to I need to get Gary kind of my house to start cleaning. Uh, he's a clean freak. But it's the Tide 100.9 and 12.30 a.m. WTBC. It's the home of Alabama Sports.